The Dallas Cowboys beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and advanced to the divisional round of the playoffs. What does that mean going forward? All that and more in this episode of the Locked On Cowboys podcast. You are Locked On Cowboys, your locked daily Dallas Cowboys on. podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast locked Network, your on. team every day. Locked, 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 locked On Cowboys. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. We'd like to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Today's episode is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Pick two to five players in the base score more or less than their Prize Pick projection. You can win up to ten times your money on any entry. First time users can receive a one hundred percent instant deposit match up to one hundred dollars with promo code Locked On. That is PrizePicks.com. Promo code locked on. I am Marcus Mosher. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosher. He is Landon McCool. Check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. Landon, uh, what's going on tonight? Not a ton. Uh, we're just casually celebrating that the uh, just in about 15 minutes on the East Coast will be the 30th anniversary of the last time that the Dallas Cowboys won a road playoff game. And after that game, in emblazoned in, in 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 the halls of of cowboy lore, uh, Jimmy Johnson uttered the the phrase that I'm going to utter to you now. How about them Cowboys? How about them Cowboys? So yes, the Dallas Cowboys get a road playoff win against Tampa Bay, 31 to 14. I promise the score or the game was not as close as that final no. score. Dallas just completely dominated this game. It was a little hairy in the first uh, quarter. The Cowboys had back to back three and outs. Uh, but so did Tampa Bay, yeah. and then the offense just took off. They scored uh, six points in the first half, first quarter, 12 points in the second quarter, six points in the third quarter, seven points in the fourth quarter. The, the, the story of this game is the offense. They just completely dominated Tampa in this one. Yeah, I mean, the Cowboys offense basically after those two uh, three, three and outs, and, and, and then obviously Tampa had their two three and outs, uh, they kicked into high gear, and then they basically never took their foot off the, the pedal until you know somewhere in the middle of the end of the third quarter, oh. the beginning of the fourth quarter, and I, they just really – I got it right here, Landon. So they yeah. started punt-punt, and then these were the Cowboys' next drives. Touchdown, seven plays, 80 yards. Touchdown, 15 plays, 80 yards. Touchdown, 11 plays, 91 yards. Touchdown, eight plays, 86 yards. Touchdown, eight plays, 31 yards. Punt, nine plays, 66 yards. Touchdown. And then by the time the Cowboys touched the ball again, there was five minutes left in the fourth quarter. When they ran the fourth and one naked boot bootleg uh, that Dak scored on, it was over at that point. I, I honestly, if at that point I was like, it, 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 even though it was only I think twelve to nothing at that point, like the fact that they were were calling the game like that, that they were playing so aggressively, they understood the assignment that we've. We watched so many of these games where the Cowboys did not understand who they were playing, did not understand that you cannot, you know, allow these teams to let down. There are so many times when the Cowboys previously would have kicked that field goal. And to me, the fact that they not only went for it, but also called that naked boot. Like I really felt like that was, that was when I was like, okay, these guys understand the assignment and they're executing at a level that I don't know that Tampa Bay is going to be able to stop them. We're going to talk about Brett Maher in a second, but you're right. There was just no, we're settling for field goals in this game. We're, we're playing the field position battle. It's, we're scoring touchdowns every chance that we can. Um, and I love that mentality. And 
I don't want to get too far ahead, but next week when you play San Francisco, it's got to be the same thing. It's field goals are only going to help you lose this game. You've got to score touchdowns. Um, and they did it. Dak, honestly, I was just talking to Peter from Lockdown NFL. Mm-hmm. And I said, I think this was the best I've ever seen Dak play, not in the playoffs, but just Maybe in ever. a game. Uh, he had 305 yards passing, four touchdowns, 9.2 yards in attempt. He also ran the ball. Like he had some yeah. big runs in this game to pick up first downs, 24 rushing yards, uh, a touchdown, five total touchdowns in this game. Dak was unbelievable uh, on Monday night. Yeah. And they did all the things that we, uh, we've been asking for them to do. I mean, I, and I think, you know, I kind of felt a little bit vindicated that it felt like they called a completely different game plan than they called previously. They, they were saving stuff. You know, they look at all the stuff that Kellen Moore pulled out of the bag in order to, to get points in this game the the the, the quarterback runs the the misdirection the the play action uh you know the the looks of look how much they were running tony pollard and how fresh he looked and it, you know it was like it was watching the game and, and and i was partially like just terrified because you know we just never feel safe against tom brady never but the other part of me was sitting there watching it and going it's glorious. It's everything that we talked about. Like they actually brought it all back out and it looks incredible. They managed to keep Tony Pollard fresh throughout the season and, and, and keep these running backs moving. And, and they, they had a formula. They, they, they kept when, if you wanted to pay attention to, to CD lamb and draw attention to the safeties that way, they were going to eat you all day on the scene with Dalton Schultz. And that's exactly what they did. They attacked the, 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 the edge of the defense with, with runs to the out with pulls and, and, and power runs and then zone runs to the outside. Uh, and it worked like a charm and, 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 it, and they were able to just kind of do what they wanted to do, even without having to target CD lamb, like outrageously amount, his gravity just pulled all the defense away. Yeah. It was just, they they were able to work around all the attention that CD Lamb was getting from this defense, uh, and 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 Tampa Bay didn't give up on it until basically it was too late. I'll say I I, I kind of had a feeling the game was over with Dak through that second touchdown to Dalton Schultz just rolling outside of the pocket like <laughs> it was just ridiculous. he was feeling himself at that point. And when Dak gets to a a level where he's that confident, you're just not going to beat him. Like he 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 was yeah. just seeing things so clearly. And then on top of that, he was putting the ball wherever he wanted to. So this is what we've been waiting for in a playoff yeah. game. This for Dak to just go off like this. And against the Todd Bowles defense, it's been really good. And this is the first time they've been healthy all year. They shredded them. And shredded them. To their credit, they didn't really run the ball at all in the first half. But they when they did, they didn't do it well. They kind of just let Dak, you know. Take over this game. He was making the calls. He was playing in hurry up. He was being aggressive, and that's how they won this game. Yeah, I think that they they were they were a lot more comfortable with the offensive line matchups in pass protection than they were kind of having to bang their head again in the run game over and over again. I, I you know I think Vita Vea was a force in this game early on, and then as the game wore on, I think he just got tired. You know, and 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 not that he wasn't winning big, but it was he was winning but he didn't have the ability to kind of get you know get back into the backfield and make the sack so i bet he had a ton of pass rush wins tonight and i know that he's probably gonna have a ton of hurries um but dak was you know able to kind of get around him operate out of the pocket uh and you know just was getting the ball off you know he only took one sack for eight yards and and considering how many times first try of the game yeah i mean considering how many times i saw him you know, like kind of just sliding off pressure or getting through bodies. 
that was really, really impressive. And I think, I think it shows you both Tom, but Tom Brady did an excellent job too. Honestly, he was under duress way more than Dak was, but you saw just like how yeah. good quarterbacks operate in a, in a pocket with pressure. It was really impressive to see both of them, but obviously Dak uh, played a little bit better. Uh, we're going to have lots of time to break down Dak's performance this week, but uh, let's talk about the defense before we do that. I want to let you know about prize picks. Prize picks is daily fantasy made easy. Pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than the prize pick projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on any entry. No competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available. Prize picks offers projections on any sport that you watch. This includes NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, PGA, college football, men's college basketball, women's college basketball, soccer, WNBA, esports, NASCAR, tennis, MMA, boxing, disc golf, Euro basketball, cricket, and more. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. They are currently operational in over 30 states and in Canada. Download the Price Pick app or go to pricepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. That means if you deposit $100, they'll give you $100. If you deposit $50, they'll give you $50. Don't forget to enter promo code locked on at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. Lane, let's talk about the Cowboys' defense in this game. If you look at the stat sheet, it would appear the Cowboys had an eh game, right? They gave up over 400 and was it 425 yards in this game. Uh, Tom Brady threw the ball all over the place, but I, I couldn't be more impressed by how Dallas's defense played on Monday. Yeah, I mean, I I would think we would be absolutely remiss if we didn't immediately mention Micah Parsons' name. I, I best player. This of the was field by a lot. This was defensive player of the year type performance, man. I mean, I think he only ended up technically with one sack, but he should have ended up with another half sack at the end, if I'm not mistaken. He must have had more than a dozen pressures, I mean, easily. Um, He was just all over the place. Multiple Multiple tip passes. Tom Brady was just terrified. I mean, it, it completely threw Brady off of his game. Brady was seeing ghosts. Was throwing was shortened shortened balls and, and and he was getting free other people like Armstrong and Odigizua inside and 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 they were getting loose and getting hands on Brady. He was just under assault all night and and it all started from with with where Parsons was whether it was on the outside taking on uh, worse than Smith uh, it just in pass normal passer situations or blitzing right up the middle which was really terrifying for Brady. I don't know there was a couple of different times where he just you know was fading away and throwing the ball away just because he saw, you know, Parsons coming untouched, just an absolutely dominant performance by frankly, the entire defensive line. They, they yeah. all played pretty decently. Hankins had a sack himself as well, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so, you know, I, I think it, it just shows you when you've got a guy like Parsons playing at that level, uh, it, it affects everything on, on the rest of your defense, especially the, the other people on the defensive line. I mean, I'm not sure I've seen a better performance in the playoffs. Uh, the Cowboys are used to rotating defensive linemen so frequently. I like to keep these guys fresh, but it seems to me that Dan Quinn kind of went to Parsons before this game and said, we're going to need you to play almost every snap and you're going to need to dominate. Landon, he almost did. He played yeah. 79 of 82 snaps as a that's, pass rusher. That's that unbelievable. is insane. Absolutely yeah. insane. The only guys that played more were the, the secondary guys, Bland, Wilson, Diggs, Hooker. 79 snaps from an edge rusher. And, and let's keep keep in mind that Brady attempted 66 passes. So that was 66 times that he had to rush the passer. I mean, if that if he was on the field for all 66 pass rushes he had today. Yeah, that's just absolutely absurd. You know, and, and it just shows you what kind of, of 
of player he is um, and, and, and what, what kind of a freak he is. And, and, and big players make big plays. I, I, again, kind of going backwards a little bit, we can't leave this this show without talking about Leighton Vanderesh and 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 uh, oh, he was awesome. and, and, J- and Javon Curse. You know, I, I Javon Curse. I thought they both just played absolutely incredible games. Um, and and it was so good to have Leighton Vanderesh at that. There were so many different times where he first of all he almost had two interceptions. Second of all, he was just playing the run incredibly well and making tackles on the edge and and just you know being everywhere he needs to be and being the kind of vacuum when when guys other guys miss tackles does you know suck up run ball carries and, and make sure they don't go anywhere uh and curse you know had an interception in the end zone and then almost had another one later um I, I'm, I'm hoping he's okay we'll see we'll, we'll i'm sure get a report on him soon but um it was just incredible to see how well that second level of this defense was playing yeah i mean israel makamu played 37 <laughs> snaps in this game it's like they've been saving him all season long for this special role we're like hey we're not going to play you at all, but you're going to be our slot corner uh, against Chris Godwin. I mean, just uh, Dan Quinn played a lot of these, a lot of different guys in this game. A lot of different players stepped up. I think it is clear that they're just a completely different defense with Leighton Vanderosh on the field, though. Like, they just don't have another linebacker that can be a positive player in the run game, but also can drop back in coverage and make plays in the football and know where to be at in zones. Like, Vanderash just played one of the better games I've seen him play over the last several years. Yeah, and just to, to kind of top off, I think now we can maybe say maybe his best season as a pro. Um, yeah. Just yeah. really, really a fantastic year for Leighton Vanderash. Totally exceeded all of our expectations for him. Um, and if this is the kind of football he's going to be playing, it really does bode well again for us next week, which is going to be a very physical matchup. I'll also say Jonathan Hankins, it was nice to have him back in the lineup. Uh, he helped. Carlos Watkins played another really Watkins good game. Also, uh, did Golston, had- Golston too had that. Uh, I don't think it was. They didn't end up giving him a sack, but he had that huge pressure that forced that fourth down yep. throw. Um, you know, in, in a key part of the game. Yeah, no, Diggy, you mentioned. Yeah, it was absolutely. I mean, the defense tackles in general played fantastic football in this game, which is you know right when we need them to be playing fantastic football. Yeah, I, one of the best performances this defense has had in a while because it just seemed like. Whenever they needed to make a play, they did. Whether it was on – there was a goal line stand that you mentioned, the J-Run curse one. There was even a big moment in this game where the score was 24-0. 20, Tampa scored a touchdown, and then they went for two, and Dallas got the stop. And once they got the stop, it's like, okay, now it's going to be really hard for them to come back being down 18 or whatever. But if, it, if they get it to be a two-score game, I think – Things maybe get a little bit tighter. There was another time where Tampa Bay had the ball down inside the 10-yard line, didn't get any points, turnover on downs. Like every big moment, the Cowboys seemed like they came up and make, made a play. It's just not used to seeing this from this defense, at least for like not in the last couple of decades. It seems like the defense has always let you down in big moments. Now well, they make plays. When was the last – I mean, the besides the Vikings game – when was the last time this season where you've seen the offense and defense both playing at an extremely high level at the same time? It's Minnesota. been a while. And, and yeah, and that was, I think that's the last time. And now you're starting to see that come together right when it needs to. Uh, we have got to take our hats off to Mike McCarthy. I, I, I mean, just yeah. had this team ready to play in an impossible situation. Everything was working against them. Um, and then throughout the season, just has put them in a position to win these ball games. Hats off to him and, and, and the performance he was able to get out of these guys. They came ready to play, and, and they, they thoroughly dominated and embarrassed a, a team that has won the Super Bowl in the last three or four years. 
and 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 you know was playing at home and with with something to care for against with one of the greatest quarterbacks who's ever played the game. Just making a mental note, just going forward, we what happens in week eighteen is no indication of what's going to happen in the playoffs. Just yeah. remember that, guys. Cowboys destroyed Philadelphia in Week 18 last year. They yeah. came out flat as could be against San Francisco, lost that game. Dallas played their worst game, as I say, of the last couple of years against Washington, and they come out and dominate Tampa Bay. So just and, it, just and not only that. just not even just to dominate, like this is the best football game they've played in four years Crazy. maybe i mean I, I yeah like the, the vikings game we we mentioned but considering this is the playoffs and this is you know at, at tampa bay and tom brady's on the field like this is the best game the cowboys have played yeah. in a very long time and it's incredibly encouraging all right let's uh let's talk about the elephant in the room uh right now that's brett marr but before yeah. we do that i want to let you know about bet online betonline.net is your number one source for sports betting info stats news and analysis Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from the NFL playoffs to basketball to baseball, which is coming up in a few months. They've got it all at betonline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, and we know that you do because you're listening to one right now, you can even find those at BetOnline as well. It's always the fastest and the easiest way to get your betting info. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, I've got to read a tweet before we go on. This one's from David that came literally a minute ago. He says, at Marcus underscore Mosher, please never praise Brett Maher again. Just let him (laughs) quietly be incredible. I I think that's fair. We talked about Brett Maher a lot over the last couple weeks, how he's been finally a kicker the Cowboys can rely on. No. No, he just (laughs) he missed more extra points in a single game than any kicker ever in the history of the NFL. Again, stop thinking that you can rely on kickers. Stop it. Like kickers are not reliable unless his name is Justin Tucker. And someday Justin Tucker is going to let his team down too. Yep. You, you you never should feel good or bad about your kicker situation because you it's it's Schrodinger's cat. You know, it's like you don't know what you've got until you open the box and 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 either the cat's alive or dead. You don't know what you got until that ball is snapped to your holder and and the kicker lines up. Uh, I, you know, look, here's here's the crazy thing about this. I mean, obviously, four missed extra points out of five attempts, right? He got the last one. I guarantee you next week, probably fine. Probably no, no issues. Probably completely back to normal. I mean, uh, or, or uh, the complete opposite. You know what I'm saying? Like, th- that's why it's like, just pick your guy and go with it. Like, I, I don't know. It's – I'm not relying on – I'm not going to ever I, – I, I saw you tweeting about it. It's like, I'm never going to trust another kicker again. Never trust a kicker. You should never trust a kicker, period, even when he's good, even when he's good. kicking pretty good. Celebrate him, pat him on the butt when he makes the kicks, but never trust a kicker. No, never. I mean, it sounds really weird, but it, this might actually end up helping the Cowboys going forward, right? For the, the reasons that we just mentioned, like don't settle for field goals. You are need to, you're going to need to score touchdowns to beat these teams. And we can talk about the extra points and whether extra you're going for two or all thing. this. It's yeah, different, uh, right? Totally, I agree. But, but – I'm not kicking a field goal until I have to, right? Yeah. When, I, when I have to is, hey, it's a 58-yarder to win the game with no time left, or we're down by two. If you make this, we win the game. That's when I want to kick field goals, not not any other time. So sucks. Hopefully hopefully they figure it out. Maybe it was just a field thing. I think that field looked awful tonight. Well, I, I, I don't, I don't know, know if that you, was part of it. 
Yeah, I don't know if you heard, but they the I heard on the on the radio broadcast that they had to resode just the the between the the uh, hashes because there was a college game, so they had to rehash to get the hashes correct, right? So that apparently that the, the field was a little bit rougher in that spot yeah. than than some of the other spots. So I I mean, no excuse. You got to make extra. Points hey, we're playing San place. Fran next week. It's not going to get much better. <laughs> Oh god, those fields. I mean, seriously, I feel like this is 1992 all again. I I remember when I was 13 years old and being terrified of oh, we have to go play on uh, Candlestick Parks, you know, uh, infield during a football game for the Cowboys. So it, it, look, if we could replicate 19, I, I was tweeting with somebody uh, before the game. If we could replicate the 1992 season, I'm I'm fully on board for that. Works for me. Uh, the Cowboys <laughs> will play the San Francisco 49ers uh, on Sunday. That's the last game of the week. Uh, I believe that kickoff is 3.30 Pacific time, 6.30 Eastern time. I think that's right. I thought it's it was late. 3.30 Central, but yeah, we'll we'll know here in a second. That's oh, sometime over there. Uh, yeah. Got a lot, a lot of time to get ready for that game, but man, it feels great to have a playoff win again and to be excited about this team going forward. Hey, if you believed in this team when everyone else was talking trash, man, go on Twitter and talk your trash because you, you guys just – you earned it. We suffered through a lot of talk all week, and this team went out there and, and, and put everyone in their place. So don't let them forget it. Dan Orlovsky, I'm specifically looking at you. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Did I say that out loud? I love yeah, that. Uh, yes. Sorry, Danny, <laughs> Uh, okay, real yeah, quick before just, we go, I have to say the, the the irony that we got a touchdown on the back line with 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 Gallup being able to straddle that back line without stepping out of that bounds. Uh, I, I I know Dan Orlowski was sweating that was sweating that <laughs> touchdown when they when they got that one. He must have been causing uh, some I'm, flashbacks. I'm here for all the video uh, t- shots. It's so good. It's so good. Now uh, someone right. tweeted that he's now the 11th best quarterback in the uh, playoffs. So moving on up. Can't wait to see his <laughs> rankings this week. It'll be fun. Uh, that's it for today's show. Thank you for making Locked On Cowboys your first listen today. For your second listen, check out the Locked On NFL podcast, bringing you the local insights you love to the national spotlight with daily conversations on the biggest NFL stories. Locked On NFL, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. All the same places that you get the Locked On Cowboys podcast. Check us out over on YouTube. Uh, you can follow Lynn on Twitter at NicoleBCB. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. Enjoy your victory Tuesday, and we'll see you guys right back here tomorrow to talk more about the NFC playoffs.